First, I want to talk about your hair because you, you're looking a little shaggy there. You are, uh, and it's not a great look for you. Uh, and for me personally, I'm struggling with the terrible hair. I am, and I cannot wait until it comes to a point where we can actually get our hair cut. And it is on the horizon because we know that other parts of the country are beginning to reopen hair salons, but it's going to be different. It's not going to be Why the don't same. You get a haircut. Why don't you? Because you're getting you're getting to be a hippie. So it's not going to be the same. Laura Hensley is a global online journalist and joins me on the line. Uh, Laura, how's the hair? Hey, Alan. Well, my hair is uh, looking okay, a little shaggy as well, but I think women have it a little bit easier because we can get away with unkempt looks, I think, more than men can. Yeah, no kidding. No (laughs) kidding. I mean, my wife just looks like she's got longer, fuller, better hair than before this all began. We're all in this together we're not in it together because you know those of us that you know like to rock a clean fade we're all of a sudden in a world of hurt certainly and i think if you don't know how to cut your own hair especially as a dude you know people are having looks that they don't really want and you don't feel great when your hair is unkempt and growing in places so i think many people are like you they're itching to get back into the salon all right what's it going to look like when they finally do open those barber shops or salons well, it's not going to look anything like we're used to. Not that anything right now looks like it used to. But hair salons and barbershops in particular are going to look really different. You know, I've spoke to many experts and stylists across the country. And the first thing is, you know, spacing is going to be everything. So salons are really going to reduce the amount of clients they see. And they're going to have no one waiting in the waiting room. So you're not going to be able to browse tabloid magazines while you sip on green tea anymore. You're going to have to wait your turn and come inside. Um, And they're also going to be doing a lot of screening. So, for example, in Manitoba, they recently opened salons, and they're asking all clients to use um, a screening tool before they even book an appointment. So they're trying to have some preventative measures. And then on top of that, once you're in the spaces, you know, masks are so important. Uh, If a stylist can wear an N95 mask, that's, you know, the best recommendation so it can filter out most of those particles if anyone is sick. And then, you know, clients should be wearing a mask so it's all about making the space as clean as possible. Hmm. And it's going to, you know, what, what I've heard from other parts of the world that have, you know, already got the hairstylist back in, in business is that it takes forever to even get an appointment because now you got all this social distancing and all of these extra things that you're talking about. It slows the whole process down. So, I mean, you know, e- even when they do reopen, it may be weeks and weeks before you can actually get in. Oh, for for sure. Like the the association I spoke to, the Canadian Beauty Association, you know, stylists there were saying they have been, you know, flooded with requests. People are desperate to come back in. And it's like, we cannot see all of you, but please, you know, they have wait lists and they're letting people sign up already. So it's going to be a while even when they reopen, given the fact they need to not only go through all the people who want their hair cut, but ensure social distancing measures are upheld. And then on top of that, there's also a cost factor, you know, because they're limiting their services, there might be an increase in how much it costs to get your hair cut or dyed. So it's going to be more expensive for people to go into these salons, and it's also going to take them a lot longer before they can step into them. More expensive, eh? You know, my hair doesn't look that bad, after all. Maybe I'll just... And I don't like to spend money. I have two questions non-hair related. Uh, one is uh, the question we have been asking 
about Doug Ford, and i get to that in a second if you want to weigh in on that, Laura. But first, before I get to that, who do you think is the bigger jerk, Brian Adams or Ryan Adams? Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, given the day, I'm going to go with Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Not that long ago, I would have said Ryan, but Brian Adams, I woke up and I saw he was trending. I was like, what is going on? And then I saw those deleted tweets and not a good look. Not not a good look. All right. uh, And the question for our callers today, you think this Doug Ford, you know, daughter's coming over to the house? Is that a big deal? Is Is that something that, you know, raises your hackles? A little bit, to be honest. I think especially public officials, they need to be showing and leading by example. And when you go around the rules, you're sending a message that the rules don't apply to you. So I understand why people are frustrated. I mean, everyone is missing their family. Everyone wanted to get together over the weekend. But rules are rules. And I think, you know, Doug should have followed them. Breaks my heart. Laura Hensley, global online journalist. You can read about hair salons and... Why your hair so long? Laura, always great to have you on the program. Take care of yourself. Thanks so much, Alan. Talk to you.